Welcome in, everyone, to our GSP Ace of the Day presented by DraftKings. It was a funky Tuesday of professional tennis results. Of course, all of us right now turning our focus to the action happening in Rome, the premier mandatory Masters 1000 event serving as really the main warm-up for so many of these players as they prepare for the French Open to begin in under two weeks. Of course, you look at some of these results, players like Tennis Sanger and Alex Diemenauer, who we felt good about going going into yesterday. They both dropped 7-6 in the third affairs. You look at a guy like Kyle Edmund, was up, had match points against Marco Cecinato. Cecinato, though, 3-6-7-6-6-2. He's able to come back. You look at the women's side. Of course, Kerber knocked off by Sinyakova. That was really the only upset on the day, but Von Drusa of a, a funky result against Masaki Doi. Of course, some of the players we thought might be dangerous. People like Iga Sviatek, Elisabetta Cochiretto, uh, they're both knocked out in the first round. Kuznetsova and Para play a funky first round. Of course, we saw our number six seeds and four uh, and two seeds, excuse me, knocked out in men's doubles. We saw the team of Kennan and Bethany Maddox-Sands knocked out in women's doubles. All of this is to say we're going to be seeing some funky results over this next week, certainly maybe even over the next two weeks. I do think some things will average out at the French Open, but as we all know, these are events happening under unique unique circumstances. And I often get mad when people use the word unique because unique really does mean one of a kind. And, you know, I guess if you want to say, well, there have been global pandemics before, that's fine, but not when tennis was this international. And so uh, obviously for all of these players, a five and a half month layoff to have to transition this quickly from the hard courts to the clay, that's a tough ask for any player under any circumstance. But here early on in particular, as we see some players who made the second week of the U.S. Open then immediately try to make this transition here to clay as we see some other players who may have had a little bit longer but still what's an extra five days it helps a little bit but only on the margin so you know keep that in mind as we make our picks here today as we'll get into our picks for ace of the day with the action in Rome with the action happening on the challenger tour and elsewhere of course in the on the ITF circuit Uh, so many matches if you want to see the full spread the matches I'm feeling best about I give my entire list of picks not my aces of the day, but the entire matches list of matches, my picks, the ones I feel comfortable picking. Uh, you can find all those in an article on our website, crackedrackets.com. Uh, but again, because of the uncertainty, I'm still going to wait. You know, once once we're over the Wednesday hump, once we're midway, everyone's played at least once. Now you've seen every player play. You can have a little bit of a better feeling as we head into the home stretch of this event. But certainly here early on, I want to be hesitant in how many matches I'm picking, in what matches I'm picking. But, you know, more importantly, how how much we're putting on each of these matches, how many units, you know, the lack of units I'm putting in these bets reflect my lack of confidence heading into it. Because, again, there's just so much uncertainty now more than ever before. But one thing I am very certain of is that you fans can get in on the action, can take advantage of being the most well-educated, the best informed fans in the business by turning to our friends at DraftKings, playing along with us with them. Here's how it works. You're going to create your DraftKings Sportsbook account and make a deposit. DraftKings will match your first deposit at 20% up to $500. From there, you're going to make your first bet. And DraftKings will also match that with a risk-free first bet up to $500. Just go to dkng.co slash crack to open to play. 
That's dkng.co slash cracked open. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois, New Jersey, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, or 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. You must be 21 years or older and in a participating state to take advantage of this offer. Deposit bonus is in DK dollars, which have no cash value and must be used on DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. And again, to see my full list of picks, the matches I'm comfortable in. And again, you only hear the aces of the day, but there are a lot of matches that I feel comfortable on that I don't throw into the ace that of course end up hitting. And it's like, why didn't you make them the ace? That's the perennial struggle, right? How many of us have left bets on the table that we think to ourselves, oh, I knew this was going to happen. Why didn't I do it? That's the the gambler's paradox, right? But uh, nevertheless, if you want to see the more extensive version of these picks, go check out that article. One other little technical note, we're recording this. I think it's currently, I'll just give you the inside spiel. Uh, I was a little bit, I'm not going to say lazy, preoccupied because we have a lot of things going on here as we try and shift uh, to the French Open coverage here at Crack Rackets. And so I am currently recording this at 2.02 a.m., excuse me, on East Coast time. Uh, so 2.02, it's Wednesday morning. Uh, the reason I bring that up, A, you're going to hear these hopefully before the matches start, but B, and much more importantly, you may hear a cricket in the background. And I don't know what's happened. I think the crickets have invaded us here uh, in our home in Indianapolis. I almost gave out the address. Don't worry, I didn't want to stop. You can leave it all in. But uh, the crickets are here for me. I think they enjoy the late night scene. We're usually recording 8, 9, 10, 11 p.m. These crickets get bored at night. They congregate around the garage. They want to hear the mini break. They want to hear the GSP ace of the day pick so they can go cricket onto their cricket bookies. Uh, but nevertheless, if you do hear that in the background, I guess it helps because, you know, you, maybe you think those crickets were deserved for the bad joke I just made there. Maybe you don't. Nevertheless, we do apologize for that. I promise I'm going to find these crickets. At the very least, we'll stick our dog Quavo on them. We'll see what happens from there. Maybe we'll ask DraftKings if we can get odds on that battle. Quavo versus the crickets. It's a fun one. At the very least, we will stream it for all of you. But with that in mind, let's get to our picks for Ace of the Day. And again, we're being... We're, we're being reserved here. We've learned our lesson. We've taken enough bad beats today. Kyle Edmund, a point from, or two points or a point, whatever, from the finish line. Couldn't get over the hump. That one hurt. Obviously, none of us expected Stan Wawrinka to get blitzed the way he did by Musetti. Um, I mean, all of the Italians here early on. What? Senego, Musetti, Sinner. I know Berrettini hasn't played yet, but so many of them have been so successful here early on. And it's funny because this is a Rome event happening without fans. Nevertheless, again, we have have seen some funky results because for a lot of these players, you know, there's a long layoff. And so let's start with the stayaways as we look at today's matches. And by the way, if you go to our website to look at the full spread, you won't just see my picks for Rome, but picks for other events going on, as I mentioned, such as the Challenger going on this week, such as a bunch of ITF events happening around the world. Uh, But some of the stayaways I have, and I do have a bunch of stayaways here today, more than the usual amount. That's a testament to how good the tennis is going to be. It's also a testament again to the uncertainty. I believe I have 18 stayaways. Uh, oh, excuse me, more than that, all for different reasons. Let's start with the don't know what they'll look like category, even though the odds are enticing. You know, Benchich, Burton, Svitolina, all making their premieres, I suppose, since uh, post-quarantine or post-COVID. You know, Benchich minus 155 against Kovinic, who played really well. I think she was a 1-0 winner over Gurgis, who is also a don't know how she'll look. You know, for Burton, she plays Petra Hurts 
Sag, who's played a lot of tennis of late, Svitolina, a dangerous Anastasia, Pevelchenkova, and then Striskova taking on Pliskova. Those are just two matches where I'm not sure what the level, uh, two players, excuse me, I'm not sure what either of their level is going to look like here early on in the clay. And so for me, those are all stayaways. I'm going to reserve the right to see how each of those players look before I get in on that action. A couple of other stayaways, just because I think they're going to be exceptional matches here in Rome. Vika Venus. Not touching that. I know Vika's playing great, but Venus has had a lot more time to prepare for this than than Vika, and I think that matters. Uh, Pas Sinner, I just want to watch. I don't want any action on it. Vandrusova Rus, Dimitrov Nishikori, uh, Nishioka, excuse me, Kanta Begu, Schwartzman Milman, Buzkova Rybakena, uh, Rybakena, excuse me, Herkots, Rublev. Those are all stayaways for me. All really good matches, but matches I don't know which way they're going to go. And so those are the stayaways. Again, I'm not going to get into the challenger stuff and you know the future stuff because that's a lot of names that I'll just be listing names for all of you. And you're like, did I really just come here to hear you list names? And maybe you did. And if you did, I apologize for not following through. I'm going to list plenty of names for you here. Don't worry. But those are the stayaways for me. Again, you can find that list with some challengers and futures thrown in on our website. In terms of the most intriguing in Rome tomorrow, some odds that are just too high to touch. Mertens, minus 670. She's played on clay in August. Prior to going to New York, she already played a match here in Rome. She's exceptional in everything she does. Minus 670 over Lynette. I love that. It's just too high of odds. I'm not betting that much money. Nadal, minus 2,000. Everything I said before applies to him. It applies to Halep, and it applies to Djokovic, who all are at odds over minus 770. So again, you're just not finding much value in those odds should you want to take them. Uh, there's also some other really fun ones splat off, you know, a little bit throughout the door. Berrettini, minus 455. Again, that's that's interesting, just not enough upside there. And, you know, I'm afraid of parlays that I'm not a billion percent sure in nowadays. So we're going to stay away from that, at least a serious parlay. Right. Well, I'll give you a fun one today because I promise that to all of you on every ace of the day. But, you know, some other names out there. Bonaventure plus 135. That's interesting. Zavatska, interesting. Rinderneck over Menendez. Machiaris, that's interesting. Uh, Sakamoto over Rodriguez, interesting. Of course, Nuno Borges, Haumi Munar, Gasto, Elias, all heavy favorites. Also a lot of doubles action. So, again, those are all bets where just the odds weren't enticing enough for me to even consider it. But now we get into the bets I considered and ultimately head towards our ace of the day. Let's look at the considerations and let's look at some of the props. I don't want to bet Rabakina Buzkova, but over two and a half sets plus 170. Again, Buzkova, she's a, she is better on hard courts than she is on clay, and that's something I'm still a little bit concerned about. So it's a stay away from me, but I like those odds. I like the over two and a half sets for that. For Bagu Kanta, which is plus 143 for her Kotz Rublev minus uh, or plus one ninety, excuse me, and then for Schwartzman Millman uh, plus one fifty five, Fognini Umber plus one thirty eight. Those are all fun props for you. Uh, in terms of uh, some matches, I like that. I just the odds they're appealing, uh, and of course I'm going to save some of them because they're in my Ace of the Day section. But you know, uh, Perez Sanders over Hidrechka and Klepech at plus one fifty. Sanders Perez really successful last week. I like them as a doubles team, and what I learned here in the first couple of days, just because it's two appealing names, go with the teams that know how to play doubles. There's always an inherent advantage there, unless you see, you know, uh, a Nadal, a Federer, uh, you know, someone, a Serena uh, across the net, uh, go with the doubles team. 
Perez Sanders plus 150. I see some value there. Same with Ayoama and uh, Shibahara uh, over Halep and Niskolescu. They are plus 115 over that Romanian duo. Uh, in terms of the singles matches, I like all of the women for me stay away. Just the parity between them all. Well, most, all but one, I should say. We'll get to that in a second. But for the men, again, I don't love these odds. They're right in the parlay zone. I'm just not feeling confident enough to do that yet. I think you should throw Krajinovic minus 278 over Chechenato and anything you're doing. Chechenato, a late match, physical match. Krajinovic not only playing exceptionally well, but also a little bit better rested, I believe. Had the day off after he beat FAA on Monday. So give me Krajinovic in that one. I also like David Goffin over Chilich just because I think I love and respect Marin Chilich. Everything he did in his career, whether he's a Hall of Famer or not, is a fascinating conversation. We'll have another day, uh, but I like Goffin minus 265. Chorich and Rude over Travaglia and Sinego, two Italians respectively, minus 215, minus 244. I like, I don't love, I like Rude at minus 245 a little bit more than Chorich. I just think Rude is that good on the clay. But both of those to me, again, unless you're parlaying them or putting a lot of money, you're not getting great value and I'm not comfortable enough doing either of those things right now. Two other singles matches for you. Shapovalov minus three over five uh, of three oh five over Martinez Portero. Martinez Portero very good on the clay. This is a match Shapovalov should win, uh, but ultimately it's a stay away for me just because I really like Martinez Portero on the clay, and if you haven't seen him, you're going to enjoy seeing him as well. A couple of really good results for him of late, but that's a stay away. And then Umber Fognini. Fognini looked awful in Kitzbühel, and obviously he's coming off of injury, but he just he couldn't get himself into the match at all. Umber at minus 143 feels like a lot of value, but you say, why no Ugo Umber? For him, yes, really good win for him in the first round, I believe, over Kevin Anderson. But he's 23 now, I guess, and 24 in his career on clay. Uh, that's concerning. And if healthy, if Fognini, after, you know, Fognini learned from last week, gets himself acclimated in a little bit better shape, uh, there's no reason the Masters champion on clay can't come back out here, put together a really nice result. So that's a stay away for me. But... With that in mind, let's get to my picks for Ace of the Day, and I've got a couple for you here. I've got two aces for tomorrow's action. I've got a couple of futures bets I think all of you should lock in on, and then, of course, a fun nine-pick parlay that, you know, we'll, we'll put half a unit on just for fun because the odds get really, really funky. But let's start with our single-match singles pick. Anisimova, plus 114 over Diana Yastrzemska. Obviously, for the 19-year-old Amanda Anisimova, we all know what she has done over her career. But, you know, for her, uh, clay has been a surface she's had particular success on. She was a semifinalist uh, at the French Open on clay. Uh, obviously, the best result of her young career. Now, you're thinking to yourself, wasn't that a lifetime ago? No, that happened in 2019. That happened last year. That really does feel like a lifetime ago. I can't believe that happened last year. That's crazy. Uh, but obviously, you know, Clay is a surface she has had success on, and she looked good in her first match. Six and six was able to steal that win over uh, who did she play in her over Donna Vekic. Now she had a really bad blister on her hand, but I do think she's going to be okay. I do think she's going to be taped up, and Diana Yastremska just played. I mean, I just don't know what to think for Diana Yastrzemska for two matches in a row. In in theory, in Amanda Nisimova, this is an opponent she should get up for, right? This is an opponent she could be amped for. This is a peer who she's likely going to face multiple times throughout the course of her career. But 
I just like Anita Samova. I think she's rounding into form. I think she's playing better and better. I think she's going to be handle, able to handle the pace of Yastrzemska, dish it right back to her in the way that Georgie was able to as well. But I just think Anita Samova is going to be more consistent than Georgie was. I think she's going to play a little bit bigger on the serve. Uh, I like Amanda Anisimova in this, and I like her odds as well. I feel like we're getting value with Anisimova at plus 114. But again, I'm not very confident in any of these picks. I like these odds. I like the value here. Yastrzemska obviously recently uh, ending things with her coach. Uh, now, uh, she did get a couple of reps in, in August on the clay. She played Palermo, but uh, I just give me Anisimova here. I just I didn't like how erratic it was from Yastrzemska. I like what I'm seeing from Anisimova. We'll go half. Half a unit, five dollars to win five seventy. That's ace of the day number one. Ace of the day number two. I said I'm going to stay away from parlays. I couldn't resist. I also said I'm going to stay away from doubles. Can't resist. We're going to go two doubles matches and a singles match here that I think we're getting pretty good odds on. Flipkins Mertens minus two forty over Kitchenik. Kitchenik. I made that case yesterday. Same for Bopana and Shapovalov, who looked really good uh, during their time together in New York. Parlay the two of them with Novak Djokovic over Caruso. You actually get it to positive odds, plus 105, $5 to win 524, so half a unit to win half a unit back. Again, we're only betting one unit tomorrow, minimal downside, now minimal upside, and there's only one unit to win back. Uh, but we're going to throw those two as our aces of the day. So Anisimova over Yastrzemska, Flipkin, Mertens, Bopana, Shapovalov, and Djokovic all to win. And then I've got, again, a futures bet for you and the fun nine pick parlay. We'll save the fun nine picker for the end. Let's, or no, no, no. We'll do that first, and then we'll focus on the futures because I don't think I take enough advantage of futures, and I think I have a good two-minute rant in me before we get there. Again, 2.14 a.m. here. Uh, you know, my brain is everywhere, but fun nine-pick parlay for you for tomorrow in Rome's. I, I mentioned some of these matches already. Djokovic, Nadal, Halep, Mertens, uh, Bopana, Shapovalov, Flipkins, Mertens, again, so two on Mertens, Anisimova, Perez, Sanders, and then Nuno Borges, the Mississippi State standout, who's minus 1430 in his first-round match tomorrow. You parlay those nine matches together, plus 1499 odds, so 15-1 to one on a lot of names that we can expect to win. Only two underdogs in that group, and yet we get 15 to 1 odds. We're throwing half a unit on that. Five to win 74.97. I'm not saying it's going to win. I'm saying at least now, if we're doing a nine pick parlay, we're getting 16 to 1 odds. Now we're talking, folks. That's the sort of value we love to see in these parlays. And again, it's a minimum day tomorrow. We're not very confident in anything. We're not betting a full unit on any individual bet, at least on tomorrow's matches. I do have some futures bets that I'm ready to place a couple of units on. And I think if you place it on, again, futures bets, meaning we're going to bet on who we think is going to win this event. The odds right now pretty appetizing for all of these players because it's so early on. And so if you think you can whittle it down to particularly in the women's, if you can pick your top three women, you can get it down to three or even four that you think it's going to come down to those four. Uh, you're going to find value no matter what because the favorite right now, Simona Halep, she's plus three. So right away, we're going to throw 20 on that to win 60. Simply put, I think Simona Halep does look that good right now. She already won in Prague in August. She, in my opinion, if she makes the semifinals, is the favorite to win the French Open for the women. Uh, I, I think I'm absolutely going to throw that on, you know, a $20 on her there. 
I really have four picks for this category. Uh, I've talked about Conteve and Mertens enough. I think at 9-1, to one, you're getting ridiculous value. I'm going to put $10 on both of them, so we win there. 10 on either. We get 90 That covers everything we want to do here. Uh, again, that why we're putting 20 on Halif, because if she wins, we win 60 and that covers the three other bets we want to make, which is Conteve and Mertens, both plus 900, so 9-1 to one odds, 10 to win 90. We're going to throw 10 on both of them. And then Petra Martic, who I've also talked about who's an exceptional clay quarter who made looked really good making the semifinals in Palermo before losing to Conteve. We're going to put 10 on her as well because she's plus 2,500, 25 to 1. That just feels too high. I think these are the four women who can win this event on the clay, on this surface, with the momentum they have. Those are my futures on the women's side. On the men's side, we're going to stick with two, and it's going to cover our bets both ways. Small margin, but we're going to put 20 on Rafa to win 15. That's minus 134 odds. I think it's either going to be him or it's going to be Novak Djokovic at plus 200. We can hedge more uh, when we get to the final as well. But, you know, those are the two we're going to take advantage of. So, quick recap. Where are we at for these aces today? Sorry, the so was loud just to wake both you up and myself up. But, quick recap. We're taking Anisimova over Yastrzemska, 5 to win, 570. We're taking Flipkins, Mertens, Bobana, Shapovalov, and Djokovic, plus 105, 5 to win, 524. We're taking that 9-pick parlay. Djokovic, Nadal, Halep, Mertens, Borges, Bopana, Shapovalov, Flipkins, Mertens, Anisimova, Perez, Sanders, plus 1,500 odds, 5 to win, about 75. And then we're taking futures in Rome. Halep, Mertens, Conteve and Martic to win on the women's side. Rafa and Djokovic to win on the men's side. A reminder to you to get in on all the action. Just go to uh, dkng.co slash cracked open. Take advantage of DraftKings limited time offer. Play along with us. Of course, if you have any picks you want to send us, we want to hear your advice as well. So feel free to let us know. Also be sure to see again my extended picks on the day covering the ITF Challenger Tour. Everything going on in the tennis world by checking out our GSP Ace of the Day article on our website, CrackedRackets.com. Shout out, as always, to our super producer, Daniel Westa, for the of an editing job he does day in, day out, staying up this late, putting up with my garbage. None of it happens without him. Uh, But with that being said, for our wonderful friends at DraftKings, our super producer, Daniel Westoff, and all of us here at both Cracked Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You know what we say. Hey, great shot, and may the odds be ever in your favor. Talk to you tomorrow, everyone. Thank you.